0: Jesus. Amen. I've been, practicing. I've been practicing. It has been a while since I've been up here, hasn't it? been a long time, my goodness. Since before. Oh, Erica's all pumped up down here, I tell you. I mean, I could just preach to Erica and we'd be all good. Now, I want to speak to you about something um, it has been a recurring theme in my life, but before we do that, I want you to stop for a second and just listen. What is it that's going on around you? We've got kids in the room, which always makes it a little bit ratty. What's outside? What can you hear? What are you feeling? What are you sensing? What can you feel with your, with your skin? What can you smell? How often do we pause like that? Tell me what you experienced just then. Peace. I know I can hear my kids in the background. I'm sitting here going, "Please be quiet! Please be quiet! Please be quiet! Please be quiet!" What else can you hear? Different ones will hear and feel different things. Joy, air conditioning—the sound of the air conditioner. Some of you might feel a bit of a pain in the seat of the pants. You've been sitting for a little while. You're feeling hot. That's hot. That's always hot. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else got something else they've sensed, either either spiritually or physically or whatever? Yeah, Paul. Silence. Stillness, calm, peace. How often do we stop like that and just be? What does it mean to be, to stop and be still? What does it mean to be still? Does anyone have any ideas of what it means to be still? We've just been still for a moment and experienced something. What does it mean? To be still, slow your heart rate down. To be content, satisfied. Is that to hear God? Mindful, mindful is a good word. Yeah. Re- recover, that's a good one. Yeah. Sorry, I can't see the spotlights around on my eyes. Anyone else? Calm. Calmness is a great one, yeah. Anyone else got any other ideas? What does it mean to be still or to be? Yeah, yeah. Exist in the moment. Divine, a moment with God, centred, listening. You know, we're called human beings, aren't we? We be, we're human beings. And we're called to be still. But what exactly does it mean to be still? We, one of the verses that, and this is what, this is something that I said is a recurring theme in my life. One of the verses that, I, that, that pops up for me on a very, very regular basis is the one from Psalm 46. that says, be still and know that I am God. And just recently I've been thinking about, well, what does being still mean? We often think that it's it's stopping and meditating and taking time out. And I think that's really important. But if you actually read around that actual verse in the context of it, it doesn't really mean to stop and to contemplate the moment. Let me read you Psalm 46. It starts out with another very famous um, uh, verse that's read a lot. God is our refuge and strength, our ever-present time in trouble. Therefore we will not fear that the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her. She will not fail. God will help her at the break of day. Nations are in uproar. Kingdoms fall. It doesn't sound real calm and peaceful right about there. He lifts his voice and the earth melts. I'm not thinking that's peaceful and calm. That sounds kind of chaotic. Bit hot, maybe, the earth's melting. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come and see what the Lord has done. The desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. And then he says, Be still. And know that I am God. In amongst all that chaos and all that destruction and all that ruin of worlds falling apart and and earth shattering and stuff, he says, be still and know. So I think sometimes we take that verse out of context. We live in a world, don't we, where there's war and there's destruction, there's hills melting in volcanoes, there's earthquakes, there's tsunamis, there's things going on all around us. And God's saying in this scripture, in amongst all of it all, be still and know that I am God. In amongst all the turmoil and the chaos, be still and know that I am God. It goes on after that and it says, I'll be exalted among the nations. I'll be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress remember um, when I did some research on something a little while ago that a fortress is a place that people can run into to rest. It's a place that's a time out. It was actually a resting place in the middle of battle. It wasn't necessarily a a vantage point. It was actually more like a hospital to go to to recoup and then go back out to war. So when we're talking here about being still, it's being still in the midst of turmoil. Now how many of us know that, that life can get tumultuous. It gets crazy. It gets up and down and all over the place. And things happen in our lives. Turmoil happens. And in amongst all that, God's saying, be still and see my hand. What does that mean? What does that mean? How do you be still when your life's in turmoil? How do you be still when you're going through withdrawal as, as you start recovery? How do you be still when your marriage is breaking down and things are going pear-shaped? How do you be still when you're losing your job? How do you be still when your kids are driving you crackers because it's five weeks into the holidays and there's another week to go? How do you be still? Like really, in a monk's life, how do you be still and know that, that he is God in that context? So I had a little bit of a dig. Now, in that context, the Hebrew word for still means Rapa. I actually did some research on this one. The Hebrew word is Rapa. And Rapa in Hebrew, I think I'm pronouncing that right. My apologies to those who've actually studied Hebrew and know how to actually pronounce that properly. It looks—it's It's R-A-P-A, so I'm saying Rapa. It could be Rapa, Rapa, like we just watched. But anyway, Rapa, meaning to slacken, to let down or cease. The idea is to drop... Be weak or faint. Being still to stop, to faint, to cease, to stop fighting. Stop fighting what you're walking through. Stop fighting what's going on around you. Stop fighting and trying to go against the flow. To stop frantic activity, to stop doing and start being. It's sort of of the idea sort of says that there's two people fighting or two situations fighting, doesn't it? When you say, say it's to cease or to let down, it sounds like there's a struggle going on and for a struggle to happen there has to be two things fighting against each other, doesn't it? You can't struggle against a brick wall. It's sort of a little one-sided. There's got to be two people. For a struggle to really take place, there has to be some pulling and shoving going both ways. So it's two entities fighting against each other. It might be you and your life. It might be you and a family member. It might be you and an addiction. It might be, might be um, you and just the world situation around it and anxiety and stress about what's happening in the world. Whatever it is that you're fighting about. The idea here is that you stop fighting against it. Cease the fight and be still. In the book of Exodus, as the Israelites left Egypt, they reached the Red Sea and they were all really excited until they looked behind them and they saw the Egyptian army coming for them. In front of them was water. Can't go over it can't go under it have to go through it how does a million people go through a body of water? Egyptian army's closing in but they had to be still and God made a way for them it says in Exodus 14 it uses the same thing fear ye not stand still stand still be still, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord which he will show to you this day They had to stop, be still. They couldn't do anything and they had to trust that God had a plan. Being still is stopping the fight and trusting that God has a plan and surrendering to his will. To know that, you, that he is God, you have to stop the fight. It's be still, then know that he is God. In order to truly know God's power and his work in your life, you have to stop the fight. It doesn't say stop being or doing what he's told you to do by any stretch. That's not what it's saying. It's saying stop fighting against God trying to do it yourself and surrender to his will. Trust that he has a plan. How how can you do that when you stop? Well, if you stop and think about it, God is omniscient, which means he's all-knowing. He's all-knowing. He knows what's going to happen. He knows what you've walked through. He knows where you're at. He's omnipresent. He's everywhere at once. So he's seen all situations and everything that relates to you. And he'll be there in every situation. And he's right beside you right now. He's omnipotent. He's all powerful. He can move mountains. He can do at, at a command. He can make things happen. He has the power to do anything in our lives that we will let him do. So... If he's all present, all powerful and all knowing doesn't it sort of make sense that we'd submit to that? Someone who knows more, understands more and gets it more than we do? Knowing that he is God is also acknowledging that he is holy. Beyond all shadow of a doubt his holiness will always stand. He will always be holy. He cannot abide sin. He's sovereign, which means that he will reign in whatever situation you will allow him to. He is faithful, always faithful. He is faithful to provide, he is faithful to care for you, he is always there. He will always, always, always follow through with what he says. He is faithful. He's infinite. He's been there. He's seen it all. And he'll be there until time ends and all of eternity. There is no end to him. There is no end to his love. There is no end to his patience. Thank God for that. There is no end to the joy and the peace that he can give you. He is infinite. And that's just four little areas that he's infinite. He's infinite in everything. And he's good. God is good. So if he's omnipotent, all-powerful, all-knowing, all-present, holy, sovereign, faithful, infinite and good, Why why do we struggle to trust him? Why do we struggle to trust him? Why do we struggle with that little S word surrender? Why do we struggle with the being still, And allowing him to be God in our lives. You know another definition of of stillness that someone mentioned was calm. And the actual definition of calmness is a period or condition of freedom from storms. A state of tranquility. In our own lives, calm doesn't mean that you're actually absent from the storm. The storm can be raging all around you. Who knows when you go through a cyclone, there's that calm in the middle of the storm. The storm's all the way around you. It's everywhere around you, totally, 360 degrees all the way around you. And yet it's calm in the centre, that period of calm or tranquility. And that's what God can be like. Even though the storm of life rages around, even though the turmoil of life continues to rage all the way all the way around you, sorry. We're in the eye of that storm and we're calm. If we surrender and if we trust that God has a plan and a purpose. You're free from the effects of those storms when you're in the eye of its iconing. And if you place yourself in God's calmness and in the peace and you be still. You'll be free from the effects of all those storms around you. You'll travel through in infinite peace, unimaginable peace. Unless you've truly experienced that peace, it's really hard to explain it. I, I can, I can sort of explain a little bit but you have to truly understand what it's like to be, have, have stuff going on all around you that you have absolutely no control over. Stuff that's happening in your family, in your life, in your job, everywhere around you and it just looks like it's all caving in and it's black. And yet yet even in that moment to have perfect calm and perfect peace, it's an amazing experience. But it takes you being still and totally and 100% trusting that God has a plan. Now I'm not saying that I've got the be still thing down because it keeps popping up in my life as a reminder. So it's obviously something that, you know, I haven't quite learnt yet. But I have had moments of those stillness. There's moments where I've stopped and allowed God to take control and to take the helm and to lead. And you know, he does some amazing stuff when you do that. He takes you to places that you can't even imagine or even dream. He has a plan for each person in this room. Whether you acknowledge it or not, he does have a plan and a purpose for every person here. And even though sometimes we lose focus and we lose sight, if we be still and trust in that almighty, all-knowing, omnipresent, holy, all-powerful, amazing God, faithful, loving God that we have, we will know that He is God over our circumstances. Just as the band comes up tonight, I'm going to read you a, um, the words from a hymn. It's not, a, not in the Salvo songbook, it's actually a Lutheran hymn that I found. Um, I, was read, I actually read a few novels over the break when I had a few, some time off. And this song was actually in one of the novels, and it's called Be Still My Soul. Some of you may recognize it, but it really spoke to me and it led to to this word tonight. But it says, Be still, my soul, the Lord is on my side. Bear patiently the cross of grief or pain, leave it to God to order and provide. In every change, he will remain faithful. Be still, my soul. My best, my heavenly friend, through thorny ways, it leads to a a joyful end. Be still, my soul, my God he does undertake, to guide the future as he has the past. My hope, my confidence, let nothing shake. All now mysterious shall be bright at last. Be still, my soul, the waves and the winds still will go, his voice who ruled them while he dwelt below. Be still, my soul, though dearest friends depart, and all is dark in the valley of tears. Then shall we know his love, his heart, who comes to soothe our sorrows and fears. Be still, my soul. My Jesus can repay from his own fullness all he takes away, all our pain. Be still, my soul. When change and tears are past, all safe and blessed, we shall meet at last. Be still. Be still and know that he is your God tonight. Just as the band plays, We've already had a prayer tonight for those who are walking through struggle, so I don't want to, to labour any um, any prayer time tonight. But if you're feeling that you need more prayer, or you didn't quite make it up before, and you're really going through something and you'd really like someone to pray, or if you want to have that knowledge, that, that stillness, understand that peace, that peace surpasses all understanding. when.